The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level. Welcome back, Peace Walkers. As you know, this is Craig Gray, and you are on the Peace Walker Podcast. And today, uh, hold on here. Yeah, I don't know if you could hear that, but I'd like to say that was a beer, <laughs> but it's not. It's my Coke Zero. But uh, maybe later today, it'll be a beer. I don't know. It'd be good to share a beer with you sometime and chat, maybe around a little campfire somewhere out in the woods. But in the meantime, we're going to talk about routine and why routine is so important, um, no matter what you do. Uh, this almost daily email that I write, uh, you'd think, well, that's not a routine, it's almost daily. Well, you know, I tell people it's almost daily, and it is, but uh, I have a routine for myself of when I write, and then uh, some days, obviously, I'm not able to to uh, to do it, and that almost daily email, as you know, is when I share stories, tips, tricks, and tactics, and so forth uh, with you folks about my protector journey, my protector lifestyle, uh, helping you train, helping you to develop the skills of a better life through managing conflict more effectively inside of you and around you. We talk about a lot of things like uh, defensive tactics, been in martial arts, Krav Maga for a long time. And uh, I work with a lot of police departments and military personnel and um, hospitals, schools, some corporate stuff. Uh, I share some of my security details that I've done in the past, some of my experiences, um, just kind of the journey through it. But anyways, I committed, it was very intimidating committing to emailing that much, I'll be honest. Um, I started blogging about probably 12 years ago or more. And at first it was just very sporadic. The The hardest part was starting and then I would do it, you know, whenever I felt inclined. And then it took a couple of years, and then I dedicated myself to once a month. And then it took a couple of years, and I dedicated myself to um, a couple times a month, and then four times a month, and then it was once a week. Which I know you're like, well, four times a month is once a week, <laughs> and you would be wrong. <laughs> four times a month is not once a week because sometimes I would do it, you know, a couple times in a week, and sometimes some weeks I'd miss. Sometimes I'm so scrambling at the end of the month to um, to write all the uh, all four of them that I dedicated myself to. So doing once a week was a dedicated effort of once a week, and then. Uh, and then I jumped over many years later, about four years ago, I think, I jumped over to do almost daily emails because one of my business mentors and coaches was doing a daily email and that seemed way too intimidating. So I kind of tongue in cheek 
coined it the almost daily email, <laughs> and I committed to almost daily, of which is still happening now. Like I said, I've been writing that one for about four years, my blog about 12 years, and I've been doing this podcast because I believe this is episode number 11. So just like <laughs> one of my favorite movies, <laughs> Spinal Tap, we're going to turn it up to 11. Why? Are you turning it up to 11? Because it's one better than 10. When everyone has their amps turned up to 10, we have one more. So anyways, my really horrible British accent or attempt at one. But um, but I dedicated this uh, podcast to do one a week. And I'm going to continue with that. So I do one blog a week. I do one podcast a week. I do the almost daily email, almost daily. I dedicated myself to at least three times a week in the almost daily email. Uh, some weeks I do more, but um, unless it's a, a really special circumstance, I never do less than three. So I dedicated myself to a routine of when I write those emails, what I write, and so forth. Same thing in training, right? I train every day. Um, I do my yoga in the morning, which actually I'm going to do right after I finish this up. I was going to do this after my yoga, but I decided to do it before because I was motivated to talk about routine. <laughs> and uh, I do my yoga every morning. I do my 5, 10, 15, 20 every morning. I practice martial arts um, every morning. And you should too. You should develop a routine, whatever that routine is. You notice like a work routine, right? People have their work routines. Um, it's required of them for most people. You work, let's say, Monday through Friday, 8 till 5. And that's the routine. No matter if it's raining or snowing or, or you're feeling like working or you're feeling like fucking off that day or whatever, you go into work. Every once in a while, you may take some time off because of a mental health care day or a physical health care day or you got to take the kids to their Christmas party or, you know, maybe you take a personal day now and then and you have a preset number of what those are. Otherwise, you stick to your routine. And here's the thing, especially when it comes to training and practicing and that type of thing is your routine will carry you through on those times where you're not disciplined enough to do it on your own. Meaning it takes less discipline to create a routine than it does being so tenacious to do it sporadically, so to speak. But once you make that commitment to make the routine, then that routine will tend to carry you through. Um, they, whoever they are, say it takes about two months to develop a routine. I don't know how true that is. I'm sure you can get all the the neuroscience and stuff about it, but uh, I'm just not that guy. But I know it does take a while. But once you develop that routine, you will find yourself not wanting to get out of it, meaning there's some momentum for keeping going in that routine. So it's much less 
I wouldn't say dedication, but it, but you have to have much less discipline to maintain the routine than you do to be sporadic about it. Most people, it's really hard being in the middle. You know, ask any recovering alcoholic or ex-smoker. It's hard and for some people even impossible to just kind of do something, to hold that medium point of, you know, eh, I'm going to work out once in a while. Eh, I'm going to watch, watch what I eat once in a while. Most people either do or they don't. Either they watch what they eat or they don't watch what they eat. Either they work out consistently and routinely or they don't work out consistently and routinely. And it doesn't matter what you do. You know, if you want to be a better shooter, develop a routine. If you want to be a better writer, develop a routine. If you want to go to school and finish that master's degree or bachelor's degree, follow a routine. And matter of fact, that routine will help to carry you through and make things actually easier. Now, you'll have to have less discipline to keep that routine moving and going forward, believe it or not, than you will doing things sporadically. So that is my tip, trick, and tactic of the day. Develop a routine. And I would recommend a good place to start is develop a routine of working out and training. Develop a routine on training every day or five days a week or three days a week or whatever it is that fits in your schedule, but develop a routine on it. And once you discipline yourself enough to do the routine, that routine will serve you in helping you to continue moving forward with that routine. So there it is. <laughs> There's the tip. There's the trick. And there's the mofo and tactic. <laughs> uh, it will help you and it will pay dividends on your efforts. Absolutely. So there you go, gang. Thanks for joining me today. Develop that routine and I'll see you on the flip side. Keep going. One last thing before I go. If you'd like to follow me on my journey of being a peace walker, living a protector's lifestyle, and basically how I've learned over the years to protect myself and have other people's backs and live a safer, more powerful, confident life, then go to peacewalkersubscribe.com and register for my almost daily email. And in doing that, you are all, you're also going to get a free Street Smart Survival Guide. And that is a guidebook that I wrote. It's 37 pages long, and it will give you the most common street scenarios, types of attacks and threats that you find out, hopefully not, but <laughs> that you could run across out in everyday life in the street, and a simple defense to them. So it's a good way of starting this journey of being a protector and a peace walker and living the lifestyle living the lifestyle of a protector. So there you have it, peacewalkersubscribe.com. And you can join me in my journey or I'll shoot an email right to your inbox a few times a week, giving you tips, tricks, and tactics and fun little stories, fun little adventures. <laughs> All right, gang, thanks so much. We'll see you next time and keep going. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? 
Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level.